T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time now for Bitsy and Lions on WEEI. I mean, just look at his history. What offensive talent have they brought in from the outside that is number one, first day, morning of free agency type stuff? It's never happened, ever, at any position. You know, I, I hear from Patriots fans, they're like, what about Antonio Brown? Two days before the season opener, not doing any due diligence on the guy and handing him $10 million is not an example. It's an illustration of the problem. That The reason they had to get to that point is because they didn't do jack at any of the positions. Tom Brady's out there on a practice field with nobody in Detroit to throw to. Tom Brady signs his, his one-year deal where he's going to be out. He's finally like, I've had enough of it. Those type of deals Bill does all the time. But I'm talking about, what about on defense? Adelius Thomas, first moments of, of free agency. Darrell Revis, which is basically DeAndre Hopkins of defense. He got his market value. He got his one-year contract with a dummy year to make it work. Stephon Gilmore, first minutes of, he needs a cornerback. Malcolm Butler wouldn't take the deal. Opening minutes of free agency. Matthew Judon, none of his edge players worked out. Chase Winovich, whoever. Matthew Judon, first moments of free agency. I mean, what else do I need to say? The examples are right there. He never spends on offense, and he'll always give the defense what they need. That would be Boston Sports Journal's own Greg Badad. Talking Bill Belichick and his lack of offensive spending and his want to do things the Belichick way which he believes is the Patriot way, winning with timely plays, special teams, and, of course, legendary defense. This is Fitzy and Lions coming at you on a beautiful New England summer Sunday. You can holler at us and jump on for some two-way sports talk action at 617-779-7937. You got me and, of course, our new guy, John Lyons, from New England Football Journal joining the show today. Uh, John, I also heard, by the way, uh, a caller a little while ago said, uh, hey, Fitzy, and uh, it's nice to talk to you, Steve. You must get that a lot in the New England sports circles, correct? Uh, that is actually the first time ever. So, no way! Yes. So maybe I'll go do some Red Sox postgame on Nesson in place of Steve <laughs> at some point in the next Either that or you got to just come here and drop your pants like Steve Lyons did. Yeah, or do a commercial for Awaken 180, whatever yeah. works. Or the, uh, the uh, what was the hair growth one he did when he was like, hey, Steve, nice lettuce. 
Like that's oh that was that Doctor Lepresti, the Might guy have, who I, does I, the yeah. hair for Fourier and for Tom Kern and others. Yeah, it was it was one of those guys. It might have been him. It was one of those guys. Speaking of which, uh, I'll ask you this before we get back to the Belichick topic and your bold predictions. Uh, favorite Red Sox player growing up? Oh, Manny Ramirez, I would say, and, and Pedro too, but Manny definitely Manny. Uh, and is he your favorite Red Sox all time? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, Manny yeah. Ramirez. Was it just because Manny could always be relied on in the clutch? Did you just love the antics, the personality? His uniqueness, if you will. So when I was a kid, Nomar and Pedro were like the two big Red Sox stars, but Manny mm-hmm. was the first one in my youth that came in from the outside, and I was like, this guy is awesome. And then oh four, I mean, winning the World Series MVP and being such a huge part of that really solidified it for me. That was such a fun team, too. Don't sleep on a uh, big Bill Miller guy, too, from that 03 oh, team. Huge if, fan uh, of him. Underrated. I mean, don't Won forget. Won the batting title in 03. Yeah, and also we we always we talk about the Dave Roberts play. Of course, he get, he's able to get in under the throw from Posada to Jeter in '04 for the greatest steal in baseball history, if not at least Red Sox history and Major League Baseball postseason history. But that doesn't happen without Bill Miller taking uh, the greatest closer of all time up the middle to bring Dave Roberts home as well. Like, and don't that's forget, why... Bill Miller had the walk-off homer in the Veritech A-Rod fight game earlier that year, too. That's right, he did. And what was that stat that he achieved? Didn't he hit, like, two grand slams in a game against the Rangers in one Texas this season? each side of the plate. I think he's oh the only God. guy ever to do that. We should probably, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe on another one of these hot summer sleepy Sundays, we should work on a five most underrated Red Sox in history. Bill Miller deserves to enter that chat or be mentioned in the conversation. He's a great pick. To me, uh, even though I grew up, you know, Jim Rice was the best hitter we had growing up because I'm a little bit older than you. And, of course, Roger Clemens was a favorite as well. It's always going to be Pedro. And I know Big Poppy deserves all the credit, deserves more love than he gets. And, my God, why would he ever leave the area when he can just be praised, loved, and adored ad infinitum and forever? But I credit Pedro with changing not just the – the sea change in the emotion of the Red Sox and the way things are done at Fenway. To me, the great turnaround that begat the 20-year run of 12 championships in Boston started when Pedro came and, without even having to say anything, basically told us we're going to do things differently around here now. Yeah, and, and I think you got to give Dan Duquette a lot of credit for bringing in. Gets zero credit Get around zero here credit. for the way he helped turn yeah. things around. John? Pedro in that 99 All-Star game, we just passed the anniversary of that about a week and a half ago. That was... Mm-hmm. I know it was an all-star game, but if there's a two-inning stretch of baseball that might be the best two-inning stretch of baseball ever, his first two innings in that game might be it. And I don't care if he did injure himself overthrowing the ball that night because he wanted to put on a show for the ages and let people know that the Red Sox meant business and that he was the best pitcher in baseball. Everything about his attitude, everything about the way he approached things, never backing down from any hitter on either side of the plate, never letting any moment be too big for him as well. And the way he just absolutely annihilated McGuire, who the, the night before was hitting 600-foot shots out onto the Mass Pike, Sammy Sosa, Larry Walker, Bagwell. Like, he just dominated them. It was – that's why just for, for moments like that, I will always be forever grateful to Pedro and show him all the respect that El Duro deserves for the way he changed things around. And we need stars like that. And right now we don't have it. We don't have stars like that who have that swag, who have that attitude, who have that want to be legendary and to be great and demand the greatness of others around him as well. And it's that's too bad. But we'll see if anyone can actually rise to the occasion this particular season 
for the Patriots. What did you make of Bedard's criticism of Bill Belichick and not wanting to spend on offense? And is that going to come around and bite him in the ass this season, John? I thought it was a really interesting point, and I think it's a fair point. They've given offensive players big contract extensions, and they've traded for offensive players, but pure offensive free agents, they haven't really been that aggressive, and, and not just recently, but over essentially his entire run. And part of that was you had Brady and you drafted some really good offensive players and you traded for some good ones. So maybe the need in free agency wasn't always as high, but also I think it's a mentality. They would rather spend more money on defense than they would offense. They have for a long time, at least free agency wise, they have for a long time. So I think it's, I mean, it's a fair point and we'll see in today's NFL, with the rule changes and, and things being more geared towards scoring and the division they're in, we'll see if it works out. Because I think they really have the potential to have the best defense in their division, one of the best in the AFC. And is that going to be enough to get them over the playoff hump when maybe their offense will be more middle of the pack-ish? It's funny because I keep thinking, you know, who's the who's the rollover team? Who are the patsies? Who Who can be counted as an easy dub? in the AFC and it's a good point you make there because while there are other teams I think that are going to be offensively charged and an absolute nightmare if not a handful and then some to deal with like Cincinnati with Joe Burrow and the best wide receiver trio in the NFL hands down like Lamar Jackson and their new fresh look excellent wide receiver room that he's going to be dealing with now this season also like the Jagwagon and Trevor Lawrence uh, rising into his powers as well with Travis Etienne and getting uh, Calvin Ridley basically for nothing, adding him to an offense that was already pretty damn good. They just re-signed Evan Egram to a new deal. Christian Kirk wildly underappreciated. A lot of these teams that I'm mentioning right now, they've got really good offenses. I don't know if their defenses are a- as good as any of the four teams in the AFC East. You could, you could maybe make the argument, John, that the four best defenses in the AFC this year maybe the four teams in the AFC East. Yeah, I, I think you really could. You could probably throw the Steelers, especially their pass rush, and they have Minka Fitzpatrick on the back end in mm. that conversation. Kansas City has some uncertainty surrounding Chris Jones right now. Ultimately, I think they will get some sort of deal done, and he'll be there when it matters in playoff yep. time either way. But Oh, he always shows up. And Karloftis yeah. is going to have to fill in for Frank Clark, who left. And Denver's defense, no, no bad shakes with the... Yeah, Denver's defense I think is legit. Yeah, they... Yeah. I'm very that's one of those teams like I'm all in on the Jags. I think that's going to be the easiest found money if you want to bet a future in the NFL. Denver could be the most intriguing teams. Uh one of the most intriguing teams in, in total looking at like the turnaround, can Russell Wilson reclaim his spot as one of the better quarterbacks or can he be functional? Great wide receiver room, good defense. It's going to make for a hell of a Christmas Eve when the Pats go a mile high. All right, John, before we go to the break, I have teased this out long enough. You have brought to the table today in a piece you put together for the New England Football Journal. Five bold predictions for the 2023 season. Let us squeeze out the first one right now. Let's share the first one of five with the audience and then tease it out. And when we come back after the break, we'll get to the rest of the meet. Number one. So we've kind of talked about this already, but number one is the Patriots are going to make the playoffs and they've missed the playoffs two out of the last three years. They had a bad offense last year. The worst special teams in the NFL, both of those units are going to be a lot better. I think even their defense is going to be a little bit better. It was good last year. And I think it's a loaded AFC, but you put those three things together and you have a playoff team in Foxborough. 
So you believe the New England Patriots will be one of the seven teams invited to play meaningful football, qualifying for the dance that begins in the middle of January, thanks to improved offensive efficiency, a solid defense, and definitely revised special teams. Yeah, and I think the special teams piece is something that does not get nearly enough attention as the offense does or as much attention as the offense does. I think that you might even see a bigger improvement there than the offense because it's been so bad over the last two years, and it's cost them multiple games over the last two years in a playoff spot last year. It's super unsexy to take it to the public airwaves and talk football and bring up special it's teams so true, and get though. into the weeds, but it is, honest to God, if they everything last year, I've said it again, I'll keep saying it until people understand how much it hurt them to have Nick Folk lose a little bit of his leg and not be able to make 50-plus yard field goals and then be asked, as great as the legend of Big Kick Nick has been the last couple of years, to have to take over kickoff duties because Tristan Vizcaino was not very good, and I'll just leave it at that, and Jake Bailey had a squatting incident, goes on IR, they lose about an average of 11 yards on every kickoff, teams start the ball way further up the field, of course there's the two kickoff returns uh, against Buffalo as well, like, they just weren't as good, I mean, Marcus Jones was the story on special teams last year, but this was a sneaky big storyline for the team, and if they can shore up, just even tying up the corners and ends of Instead of your offense hurting the team, maybe the offense actually scores and is an asset for the team. And instead of shooting yourself in the foot, maybe you actually prevent other teams from making big plays on special teams. Those things alone should have the Patriots in the playoff conversation. I agree with you, John. Big time. Or bigly, as they like to say. We will get to your other four bold predictions for the 2023 season. When we get to the other side, we just need to catch you guys up on sports news, pay some bills, and so much more. You know the number, 617-779-7937. And you know this voice. This is Joe Braverman, and he's trending now. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Twelve twenty-five, and we are live. It's Fitzy and Lions here on Boston Sports Original ninety-three point seven FM, WEEI, and heard all across the fabulous WEEI Sports Radio Network, Springfield, New Hampshire, Providence, Cape Cod, all those places and beyond. And of course, you can take us with you anytime, anywhere with the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y-Y, because we are New England Sports Original. John, real quick, before we get back to your bold predictions for the 2023 Patriots season, I was having a uh, little fireside debate last night, uh, some beverages and uh, late-night fire pit action uh, with a buddy of mine, and we got into uh, some movie discussions because we just had, we sat, down, sat our kids down and made them watch Back to the Future for the first time. They resisted watching it. Oh, that movie's going to be old. I don't want to watch that. That's not something new and cool. Of course, all of them went wild for it and thought it was one of the best movies they'd ever seen. It's personally one of my all-time favorites. I think it's a damn near perfect movie. A discussion over great 80s movies, action movies ensued, etc. So I ask you, what is your all-time favorite 80s movie and what's your favorite action movie? So Remember who you're talking to, John. Choose wisely. That, that, 80s that, I'm movie? highly opinionated on this because anytime I ask Andy Hart about a favorite movie or a favorite song, he's like, I, I don't know. I'm Andy Hart. I just I wear a visor and I coach. You suck. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so <laughs> 80s movie, I'm probably going to go Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze. Big no kidding. Of, Wait, big fan of that movie. The first PG-13 movie ever made. Oh, I did not know that. That's right. Actually right. following the controversy, if you will, of the intense nature of some sequences in Return of the Jedi, but most especially... Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom with Molaram literally pulling a man's heart out of his chest. Uh, a new rating was needed so that kids didn't go see a PG movie thinking like, oh, this will be just like all those Disney movies I see. Oh, my God, what yeah. are they doing to that man? I'm a big fan of Rocky Four as well. Uh, that would probably be a Great. close second for me. Great. If I had to think of 80s movies. I mean, and the soundtrack alone, that's a, a GOAT soundtrack. It's a top ten. I mean, like the, it is nothing but Survivor bangers rock songs montage music and like all the training stuff like you could, i could just throw that soundtrack on and but, just go but i will it. say Ow. the best sports movie ever made which came out in the 80s the natural with robert redford that's so, the best sports movie of all time yeah so I, I i would put that over rocky four probably my second favorite movie of the that actually now that i sit here and i think about it the natural might be my favorite movie of the eight that and red dawn are right neck and neck but if you put a gun to my wow. head right now i'd probably say the natural Wolverines, there you go. You were predisposed to be a Tom Brady fan before you even True. knew you could be. Literally before I was born. That's right. That, that that's a great one. And is that what's your favorite action movie of all time? Oh wow. Um, I don't know if I even. I, I might have to Andy Hart this one. I don't know if I have a favorite action movie. You look like someone who would like Die Hard. Yeah, well, it's a great Christmas movie. So I, I, I like oh, that. John, that's and, the first misstep of the day. And um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know <laughs> if I have a truly favorite action movie right. yeah die hard is kind of like the default answer by a lot of people yeah. i mean my old man everyone was, knows die hard yeah everyone does it's it's still to this day a phenomenal watch some people say it might be predator which was directed by the same Ooh, guy john, McT- john mctiernan uh my old man's was uh the wild bunch one of those movies i resisted watching for the longest time it was the first rated r movie no less too for uh all the graphic violence in the in the famous shootout sequence in the end 
uh, you know, some people could say Terminator 2. There's another one that's like an all time or Aliens. There's another there's another great answer as well. But Die Hard, a Christmas movie. Okay, I get it. I'll give in to the argument, but still, it doesn't necessarily check the box of like, what do you want out of your Christmas movie? Well, I would like my detonators back, and I would like to sit on a beach and earn 20%. John, let's go back to your top five bold, spicy, zesty predictions for the 2023 season. I believe it is time for number two. Number two. So number two for me, they're going to have a defense top seven in the league at minimum. Very well could be top five. I go top seven. And just looking at last year, third in sacks, second in takeaway, eighth in yards allowed, 11th in points per game. If you're into analytics and analytic-y stuff, that's not a word I know, they were number one in Just weighted. roll with it. <laughs> yeah, they were number one in weighted DVOA. However, they were 21st in red, red zone defense, 21st in third down conversion defense. But also, they were on the field a lot. 31 minutes and 24 seconds average time on the field per game, which was the fifth most in the NFL. I think, A, the, the defense itself is going to be a little bit better, but I think the offense being better and, A, scoring more touchdowns, but, B, not always facing an uphill battle time of possession-wise, you're going to see this unit jump from what was a very good unit last year to, I think, a great unit this year. They always took advantage of the inferior quarterbacks. They didn't really yep. dominate, let alone defeat, many of the good to elite quarterbacks last year. And, of course, we know Bill Belichick and his brilliant defensive plans, how he always has such a hard time with mobile quarterbacks. Uh, you're going to see a lot and, of those this year. Too. And you're going to see a lot of those this year, which can keep you up at night or give you a case of the heebie-jeebies. Um, let me ask you this. Following up on that, I agree they're going to have a great defense, but I would like to know who that they added – or who that is potentially on the rise, who's going to be that player or which players, if you will, are going to contribute to them defensively making a leap or taking the next step from 2022 solid but still not perfectly well-rounded defense? I think it's Christian Gonzalez. And I like their rookie class as well. I think they have a decent young core overall. But Christian Gonzalez gives them an element they didn't have last year. Look, he's a rookie corner. He's going to get beat sometimes. Prepare yourselves for that. But... He's a long cover outside corner, which is something that last year I thought Jonathan Jones did a really good job on the outside. But when did he struggle? When he faced Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson, two guys who were just as athletic as him, but also bigger. With Gonzalez, he has longer arms than any other corner that played for them last year. He covers, and I know, like I said, I know he's a rookie. He's going to get beat sometimes, but that's an element in their defense that they didn't have last year. And that when they've had great defenses, under Belichick, they've always had a longer cover corner on the outside, at least one, sometimes more than one. But they've always had at least one, and I think he's going to come in. He's going to be a week one starter, and he's going to give them that element they haven't had. And that's going to be the guy that even if Marte Mapu makes some exciting plays or Keon White it makes some you know great pass rushes and, and run stuffs, Christian Gonzalez is going to be the guy that's the most impactful young player on the defense and most impactful addition overall. See, I think it's great that they're that uh, that Jabril Peppers is healthier. That they held on to him. I know he's much more of a violent downhill tackle threat than he is like a coverage nightmare for people. But I think he's such a great fit in this defense. I think Belichick loves him. I think he's going to be a massive add. I think uh, 
Christian Barrymore could have a nice bounce back yeah. here too because I thought uh, well, he did know, nothing last year. Yeah, he's one of Andy Hart's guys. Like he he was yeah. wrong on John U. Smith, but he was right on Barmore being a force in twenty one. But he has yet to take that next step. Yeah. I think he needs to be one of their five best players. This was an exercise we did a few weeks ago. Who are the five best players now versus who will be the five best players at the end of the season if the Patriots are to actually fulfill their promise or potential and make it back to the playoffs, I think you need Barmore to be a force up front. I think Uche's going to have a great season. I think he's going to contribute because he's in a contract year. Kyle Duggar, this is another one of my working theories, John, that there's a lot of contract year guys on the Patriots that are all going to look to show up and show out and get theirs. Mike Onwenu's going to get paid likely by another team. But Duggar and Uche are both looking for big paydays. And pass rushers... And big time safeties that can cover, make big hits, and make impactful plays like picking off Derek Carr last year and more. They get paid and they get paid a lot. And I think those guys are going to make a massive difference this year on the Patriots defense as well. The Gonzalez thing is a great point. I mean, it's maybe even if it's the easiest, if it's the easiest point to make, they just haven't had a guy like that in the longest time. And I'll go to episode five of quarterback on Netflix right now, which I cannot recommend enough in there. There's a long sequence where Kirk Cousins was watching game film on his iPad talking about how great Belichick defenses were, but that if the Patriots played man coverage more often than they played zone, then the Vikings would have the upper hand because they had the size and the speed advantage over the Patriots. And look what happened. Cousins had one of his best nights as a pro. Justin Jefferson ate them alive. And in the end, another game that the Patriots could have won was lost because of miscues. And they didn't have, like you said, the big-time guy on the outside. Christian Gonzalez, a better draft pick could not have been found or fallen in their lap in the first round this year. Don't you agree? Oh, I completely agree. When they traded down, I was like, oh, crap, they're going to miss out on him. And then when he was there at 17, I was – that was – that to me, in the last 15 or so years, the three draft picks I've been excited about most from them, Donta Hightower, Christian Barmore – Christian Barmore, excuse me, and Christian Gonzalez. Like, those are the three – most exciting draft picks for me over the last 50. Like, that's the kind of impact I think he's going to have. And by the way, I think it's the impact he kind of needs to have. And even if he's not a Sauce Gardner Rookie of the Year level player, if he's still a top half of the AFC corner, that's a huge win for their defense. And like I said earlier, it's a guy they did not have last year. No, and we should be sending thank you cards to the Washington Commanders or Washington soon-to-be re-re-re-renamed football team, not only for finally getting rid of Daniel Snyder, but also taking Emmanuel Forbes at 16. He was their guy all along. They got their man. I thought he was a second-round talent, but he may be slender, but he knows how to pick off a pass and take it to the six-point house. Good luck. Good luck to him. Uh, hopefully the Patriots don't have issues with him or Mac Jones doesn't airmail him a gift when they play them this season. Uh but Gonzalez falling to them at 17 was just a massive, massive dub. Uh, before we get to number three, quick call. Chuck is up in New Hampshire. Chuck, what's up? Fitzy, I don't mean to digress from the football conversation here, but you brought up 80s movies uh, a few minutes ago, and I figured yep. you bring up this movie once every three times you're on the radio, and I figured <laughs> uh, I actually just watched it this past week, but Big Trouble in Little China. Yes! Yes! Yeah, you, come you, on, you Wang! All the time, and I, and I was just like, I, I gotta give this a, a whirl. It's free on Tubi, and let me just say that was a one hell of a stew of ridiculousness, absurdity, and fun. Uh, it, that's exactly what it is. The movie makes next to absolutely no sense. It's all in the reflexes. 
It's so much fun. It's peak John Carpenter. It's peak Kurt Russell, my personal favorite movie, if not action star of all time. It's frenetic. It's chaotic. It's ridiculous. I still don't know why. We're stealing child brides, and we have guys riding lightning bolts into the middle of sequences. What Jack Burton was all about. I, it, I don't, and also, I don't ever need to understand. I don't want to see it remade. I just like it. It's just perfect as it is, as like you said, a stew, if you will, a Vegas casino buffet plate of nonsense, action, mysticism, and ridiculousness. Chuck, I'm so glad you watched it, buddy. Thanks for the shout, man. No. Hey, thank you for recommending it. I, I knew I had to do it, and I, I got to say, I loved it. had a great time watching it. I was confused. I was moved. I was emotional. I laughed. I cried. I did everything. We're actually going to save that soundbite, and we're going to say that you were actually talking about the radio show today, Chuck. Thanks so much for the call. A little movie digression every now and again. Nothing wrong with that, right, John? Yeah, even if it's a movie I haven't seen before. So You haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China either? Yeah, no, actually, it's funny because last week when I was with Andy Hart, we talked about movies for a few minutes, and my friends were all texting me, you need to change the topic because you don't know that much about movies. So, Oh, uh, come on. Yeah. So, And they were correct. They, they, they were correct. So, Well, since uh, I'm a man and a fan of the people as well and always want to try to represent the POV of the people listening, the people who go to the games and support our programming, what have your friends been texting you and telling you so far about today's show? Uh, they're just more excited somebody called me Steve Lyons earlier. <laughs> that, that, that's that's what, I've, what I've gotten so far. So. By the way, that well, was hopefully, you know what they're not going to call you? you if you're not a big movie guy, they're not going to call you Jeffrey Lyons. That's actually be... my brother's name. So Get out of here. Yeah. Wait, your brother was the movie critic for Newsweek and used to rate movies on TV? No, I, I wish <laughs> he was. That would be a cool story. But no. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right, let's get back to John's big predictions for 2023. I think we are at number three. Yeah. Number three. So for me, number three, Mac Jones is going to throw for 4,000 yards. In his rookie year, he threw for 3,800. Last year, bumped back down. He did miss three and a half games, 2,997, just under 3,000 yards. He's going to be at 4,000 this year. Why? The Bill O'Brien addition in itself is going to lead this offense to be a lot more efficient and a lot more productive. Juju Smith-Schuster one of the best receivers in the league in yards after the catch, which you might not realize that if you're listening, but he is, I think he was fifth last year in yards yep. after the catch. So I think that is going to be a big help. And look, the last time Bill O'Brien was offensive coordinator in 2011, the Patriots had arguably the best offense in the NFL. They were number two in yards, number three in points, fifth on third down. Yes, I realize they probably have two-thirds of the talent of that offense, but I still think that in today's NFL was 17 games. Mac Jones is going to get you 4,000 yards passing. Funny how Aaron Hernandez, prime Gronk in ascension with the greatest single season a tight end has ever produced in the NFL, and the best slot receiver of all time, Wes Welker, who, by the way, had all of his best seasons under Bill O'Brien. As great as he was in 2007 and 2008 uh, as an outlet and safety valve for Matt Castle when he took over for Tom Brady following the Bernard Pollard dollar in the Bernard Pollard jar injury in the opener against Kansas City. Welker thrived under Bill O'Brien. Somebody is going to be that slot receiver. Somebody is going to be that third down quick shift outlet this year. It might be Juju. It could be Kendrick Bourne. It might even be Ty Montgomery, who we've heard looks fantastic, and I can't wait to see back out in the field when training camp opens up this week. But I am way in on Mac Jones having a bounce back, not just resurgent season where he gets back to where he was in 2021. I am a firm believer, and I will take the over, John, 
believe it or not, I think the current NFL futures on Mac Jones are it's only 19 and a half touchdown passes and 3,305 yards, I believe, or 3,301 yards. I'll take the over on both twice every day and five times on Sunday. Please, yes, and thank you. Oh, yeah, I'd smash the over on that. And, and you mentioned Kendrick Bourne, too. That's another guy. 800 yards receiving a couple of years ago, largely absent last year. I mean, I think you, you just put all these pieces together, I think you get to 4,000 yards. Chad Graff from The Athletic had Mike Kosicki as the Patriots breakout player of 2023. Agree or disagree? Well, that actually leads to bold prediction number four. Oh! Number four. So my fourth prediction here, Mike Kosicki is going to catch at least 45 passes and at least six touchdowns this year for the Patriots. And I think he is going to show up in the red zone more than anything else. Last year, the Patriots last in the NFL in red zone conversion percentage at 42.2%. Mike Kosicki, in a down year for him, caught six touchdown passes last year, all six in the red zone, five of them from inside the 10-yard line. So he is going to make a huge difference in the red zone. And he got steadily better 2019, 2020, 2021, to the point where the Dolphins put the franchise tag on him before it just didn't really work out last year. I think you're going to see the 2021 version of Mike Kosicki, 45 catches, six or more touchdowns in an offense that with a lot of guys who are, you know, as I said earlier, B-level passing weapons, he might end up having the biggest year or close to it of the whole offense. Yeah, if they can get him back, and I understand he and Mike McDaniel didn't see eye-to-eye last year, and that turned more to his Shanahan style, Alex Gibbs zone rush approach with, of course, the, t- the elite weapons that they had on the outside with Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. So if there's any chance that Mike Kosicki is healthy, and I know Christian Fourier has talked ad nauseum about his athletic potential and what he really could be if he's the right fit in the system. A couple of years ago, this was a guy that was catching upwards and near 1,000 yards and had over 100 targets. He was a prime part of what the Dolphins were doing before they changed their offensive identity last year under then first-year coach Mike McDaniel. He could be a huge asset for this team this year. Uh, and, you know, Bill O'Brien never had a chance to coach him up. He recruited him to Penn State. Uh, I wouldn't sleep on him either, John. Yeah. Another I really, guy in a contract year, too, by the way. And again, right there, in my contract year theory, he's only getting $4.5 million this year. If he wants to get one more or get that big payday and showcase that he can be a true asset and weapon on an NFL offense, This is the year that he needs to bust out. I'm in on that one as well. Jimmy, Russ, Dave, don't you guys go anywhere. We will get to your calls, and we will wrap up with prediction number five, big and bold style, from our guy John Lyons. When we come back, let's just pay some bills, and then we will keep the Fitzy and Lyons show rolling here on WEEI. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
Just one bold prediction left on John Lyon's five bold predictions for the 2023 Patriots as we get you guys ready for camp opening up this Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the first three training camp practices open to the public down in Foxborough. We hope to see you down there as well. Six rings and football things will be bringing you live, almost nearly live, immediate reaction podcast following each day. So make sure you follow at WEEI, at Jumbo Hart, at Mike Cadlick, our new beat reporter, and a great addition to the WEEI team. And of course, your old pal Fitzy here at Fitzy GFY. Before we get to your final bold prediction, John, for the upcoming season, let us take a quick look at the calls once again. Russ is in Connecticut. Russ, I think you already know the answer, but I want to take the call anyway, my guy. Hey, gentlemen, Fitzy, Mr. Lyons, not Steve Lyons, Mr. Lyons. <laughs> hey, I'm on. I'm all on uh, Mac Island, big time. And I believe that Mac is going to have 10 to 12 wins. And everybody's been talking about on WEI, all, all uh, programs, about having a fall um, uh, road show. And I think we should have a fall tailgate party for Mac Island. And I would love to see you there, Fitzy. Bring the, bring the cold IPAs. I will be there in tow on Mac Island with the cold beverages. Russ, thank you very much for the call from the 203-860. We appreciate you listening down that way in the divided New England tri-state area of Connecticut as well. Yeah, I I, I, I still I, I can't figure exactly why everyone isn't not, – you don't have to be on Mac Island like some people are on the morning show, like Christian Fourier is, and you and I seem to be, John, like – why everybody, though, just completely abandoned and discarded this guy after last season is beyond me. Like, you don't get to play quarterback at Alabama. You don't get drafted by the Patriots for whatever reason you believe. If it was a Belichick pick, a Matt Groh pick, uh, a mostly Robert Kraft-directed production, if you will, whatever the case, this guy showed you in 2021 with lesser offensive talent that he can really get the job done. Last year is the ultimate redshirt mulligan breakfast ball for everybody forget everything like look into the men in black red light take the other pill from morpheus last year needs to be absolved completely pretend this is the second year of mac jones and i think people will start believing in what this kid can do again unless of course his offensive line gets him killed yeah and i think mac jones let's not forget midway through the 2021 season he was one of the front runners for rookie of the year He's playing really well. The Patriots were the one seed in late November. So he has shown an ability to be a franchise quarterback level player. The problem is he showed it for the middle stretch of his rookie season. And other than that, we haven't seen it. And and I agree with you. I I think Mac Jones is going to have a good year. I predicted he'd go over 4,000 yards. I think they can be a playoff team. But make no mistake, as bad as their offensive line was last year and as bad as their coaching situation was, Mac Jones also did not play that well for long stretches. Three interceptions in the second half against Baltimore. Too many turnovers at other points during the year. We know about the attitude problems. And I understand the frustration on the sidelines and him getting upset. Frankly, I agreed with him. But when you're the starting quarterback of the team, there's a way to go about it and a way not to. And I think multiple outbursts in the huddle on the sideline is just not the way to go about it if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL. So he needs to be better. But I also think he will be better. Like I, I, I think he's going to have a really good year. He's going to hit 4,000 yards, and they'll be a playoff team. 
And Mac Jones said at the start of all of this, well before uh, minicamp, even in OTAs, I think it was at his first media avail for the 2023 season, he said he knows he needs to go about earning the respect of the fans and everyone in that room. And by that room, he meant the locker room. He meant his coaches, the players, his teammates, everybody. Mac is on a little bit of it. I'm not going to call it a revenge tour like uh, Kyle Van Noy would say, John. But I am going to say there's a bit of a, a redemption tour feel for Mac Jones. And if Mac Jones has a redemption tour, gets to and surpasses where he was in 2021, wins over the teammates, wins back over the fans, gets people back on that Mac to the future vibe, thinking that they've got a replacement or at least a succession plan from Tom Brady. If he ends up on that list I had mentioned to you earlier, if he's on the five best players on the Patriots 2023 at the end of the season, I don't see, I honestly don't see how he isn't back in everyone's good graces and they aren't a competitive team potentially fighting for a playoff spot. Man, again, the, it's amazing the, the chasm, the, the disagreements. Like, this team stinks. Belichick has lost his way. There's no chance. And then you got guys like us that are like, the defense is going to be better. Their special teams are going to be awesome, even with that silly new kickoff rule. Mac Island is going to be chock full of people. There's going to be no vacancies left and right. And we're going to the playoffs. That, to me, is what makes this time of year so very fun. All right, last and final bold prediction. Number five. Number five for me, Kyle Duggar, in a contract year, will be an all-pro. Maybe not first team, maybe second team all-pro, but he's had an immediate impact since he arrived in 2020 for the Patriots. And last year, it really started to translate into stats three interceptions two touchdowns one fumble forced a sack five tackles for loss he kind of spread himself out among the stat sheet but I think it's something that you're going to see those stats again you're going to see the impact especially without Devin McCourty there I think he's going to pop a little bit more so than he even has before I think he ends up being an all pro wow how about that that would be I'd massive. sign him to an extension now, by the way, before. Yeah, what's that? That's going to have to be something along the, I think Mina Kimes uh, floated something out there a while ago because she's big time in, she's all over the Pats defense for 2023. I think you're probably looking at like a, that would be a four-year, $60 million type of extension if you get to him now before he potentially has uh, a breakout or, you know, pro bowl level, if not all pro 2023 if they let him get to and maybe this is what they're holding on to their money for and that's why they weren't willing to go too far out on d hop if if he has that kind of season and they don't reach out to him you could be looking at someone who might be asking for four years 70 72 or 80 million dollars and he may end up pricing himself out of foxborough unless they get to him early i would try to sign him now as well john yeah it just for reference, Derwin James got a $76 million contract. Minka Fitzpatrick yeah. was just under 73. Jamal Adams, when he was traded from the Jets to the Seahawks, got 70 million. Jesse Bates, who just signed with the Falcons, got 64. Mm -hmm. So I think Duggar, he maybe not is in quite that neighborhood contract wise yet, mm -hmm. but if he has an all pro year this year, he will be. So I think they would be prudent to lock him up now as opposed to waiting till midway through or even after the season. He could be a franchise ca tag candidate, too. He, he, could, he could very well be, but I don't think he'd be very happy about that. And no, I don't think safeties are going to be starting the running back revolt that we've been hearing about for a while uh, recently in the NFL. Safeties are getting paid. And a team like Cincinnati losing both starting safeties this past year is kind of what makes me think they may regress a 
bit defensively, but that offense is so damn good they probably can make up for it, which is why Cincinnati, yes, Cincinnati, a team you see a lot of, again, in that excellent Netflix series quarterback, is a team to watch for in terms of 2023 Super Bowl candidates. All right, let's clean up this last Patriots call before we talk just a pinch of Celtics at the top of the fourth and final hour. Jimmy is in Methuen with an idea on what will help the Patriots be successful this year. What up, Jimmy? Well, yeah, I, I want to talk more about, you know, last year at this time, um, talking about Belichick's job security, and, you know, you guys touched on the fact that he sinks all the money into the defense, and, you know, you look at the turnaround and all the players, you know, that they have lost on defense, and yet they're still always a top three defense. Um, you know, it, it comes down to preparation, and the defense is always, uh, I think, as long as Belichick's there, is going to be a top three defense. That's where they are. That's why they put the money into the defense. It's the the guys on offense, like the Brandon Cooks, only since 2014. Only six other receivers have put up 8,500 yards and 45-plus touchdowns. Um, guys like that, Emmanuel Sanders, who they could have had for a half a million dollars more. So it, it's just, you know, guy, players like that and, and small money like that, it, it seems, you know, they, they whiff on those guys and, and they just miss out or they let those guys go, uh, you know, Brandon Cookshill for whatever reason. And it's just mind-boggling some of the decisions on on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, Brandon Cooks was coming up on his contract year. Jimmy, thank you very much for the call as well. He ultimately got paid by the Rams, then he gets moved to the Texans, and now he's landed with what will likely be his final team, you'd imagine, Dallas, who definitely... He lost back-to-back Super Bowls, too. 17 with the Patriots, 18 with the Rams. That's right. If I shut my eyes, I can still see Jason McCourty racing to the back of the end zone and making that absurdly good play. We talked about a list of underrated Red Sox earlier in the show. Mm -hmm. Jason McCourty, that play is one of the most underrated plays, I think, in the history of the Patriots. I mean, they might lose that Super Bowl if he doesn't make that play. I mean, well, uh, Edelman gets the MVP because Brady doesn't have a ball-out type of day. Gronk makes that signature catch at the end, his final major play in a Patriots uniform. I know Gilmore had a pick as well but and had great coverage all game long, but you almost could have given McCourty the MVP for the and the punter was it uh was it Lee Evans was that the name of the punter no uh it was uh why am I blanking on oh Ryan Allen Ryan Allen lost Lee Evans that was a receiver too come on yeah Ryan Allen was awesome in that game but you could have given McCourty Super Bowl 53 MVP for that one play alone yeah and I think the fact that they didn't give up any big plays in that game is a tribute to their safeties and corners as well overall which obviously you can't really quantify that in an MVP stat sheet discussion but I think that's also important to point out Yeah, the Pats may have one of the best defenses in the AFC or the NFL overall, but will they even have the best defense in the AFC East? We'll see. And if they're going to win football games this year, John, I think we can agree that it's going to have to be a groupthink, collaborative offensive effort, and then the defense is just going to have to ball out. Those are John Lyons' five bold predictions for the 2023 season. Give him a follow to catch all of his Patriots' takes thoughts and more as we head into training camp week he's at the real john j-o-n lions all right 617-779-7937 is your telephone number if you want to get into some two-way sports talk action coming up in our fourth and final hour going to talk a little bit of celtics all your calls will be on the table 120 we're going to play a game of either or with john lions to get his feelings on either this or that on the boston sports scene and beyond and we'll wrap up with a little sports puree don't forget 
610 tonight, the Red Sox Mass Mutual pregame show live here on WEEI and the rubber match of Mets versus Red Sox. The 1986 grudge and vendetta will finally be settled tonight from friendly Fenway Park. It'll be on ESPN, but you're going to be listening here on the Shaw's Red Sox WEEI network. All right, we'll talk to you in just a couple minutes. Let's pay them bills and have the fourth and final hour of Fitzy and Lions here on EEI. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.